Hey everyone, today's episode is going to be a juicy one for pet professionals and aspiring dog trainers everywhere. I'll be going over the ins and outs of starting your own dog training business and how to create the business model of your dreams, which will save you so much time and a lot of stress. This episode will also include how to become a six-figure online dog business owner effortlessly and how to attract the most ideal clients through marketing on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Hi, I'm Hisan Andes, a certified dog behavior consultant, business coach, and founder of Pet Karma Dog Training. As a dog behavior professional of 12 years, I specialize in all things dog behavior, online dog sports, and puppy socialization. I started my first business, Pet Karma Dog Training, 12 years ago, and my mission has always been to strengthen the communication between dogs and their people. I help thousands of clients, dogs, and pet professionals all over the globe solve their problems, and create pathways for better communication between humans and their best friends. If you would like to learn more about dog behavior, puppy husbandry, and the soul relationship between you and your dogs, you've come to the right place. Get ready to start your journey and dive deep into the rich etiology and daily ins and outs of the human-dog relationship. Welcome to the Canine Behavior Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Hisan Andes. I'm the founder of Pet Karma Dog Training, as you know, and this is the very first episode of the Canine Behavior Podcast. So welcome. I'm so excited to share with you guys my experience as a dog trainer and a behavior consultant. It's all started 12 years ago when I worked at a vet hospital and I served as the head trainer there. So it was a very challenging time because I was building my experience just starting out right in the industry and it was really tough because I was only being paid $15 an hour And I would be on my feet 12 hours a day sometimes working from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. with very little breaks because there were emergencies coming in all the time. Many times we would be having lunch and an emergency would come in and we would have to kind of skip lunch and take care of it. And that's just how vet hospitals operate. I was very grateful um, that I was able to introduce cooperative care and force-free methods to the hospital staff. And in return, many times because we were short-staffed, they would teach me their veterinary skills and medical different skills like x-rays and how they would restrain the animals and all these techniques of drawing blood. And I learned a lot of skills that normally I wouldn't have as a dog trainer. And I really enjoyed doing the underwater treadmill and they really gave me an opportunity to flourish when it came to post-surgery and also canine fitness. And so it was a really great time in my the beginning of my career where I was building my experience and becoming and being shaped into the professional that I am today. So during that time at the hospital, I did get to work with a lot of puppies. So many, as you guys know, the vet hospital is one of the first places besides a pet store that puppies show up because that's where pet parents bring them right after they get them from the breeder or from wherever that they acquired them from. And so 
It was the perfect location for me to come across puppies at the right age to do proper socialization and educate the parents. So right away, I started puppy kindergarten classes at the different vet hospitals that I worked in. At this time, it it started at this particular vet hospital. And the thing that was negative about this experience, aside from that, was the very kind of toxic environment. There were constant power struggles, which made for a really political work environment. And you guys probably completely understand me when I say that it was very spirit crushing as it went against my nature. Most of the time as pet professionals, we are people who are very in tune with tranquility, with nature, with animals. And so Political environments are just not our thing, right? And just human-to-human interaction even and communication is not really our forte. And it's something that we build, right? We build the skills for and we sharpen the skills for human-to-human communication, really mainly because we want to help the dogs. And so that was my case too, and I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but it was my desire, right, to serve the community in the best way I knew how, right, to be that medium and to be that mediator of just translating better communication and creating better pathways of communication between dogs and their people. It was that desire to serve my community in that way and level up from these circumstances, which motivated me to start Pet Karma Dog Training. And at first it seemed impossible because I was always so tired on my feet working 12 to 14 hour shifts and coming home to my husband and our baby girl Trinity, a spunky purebred American Staffordshire Terrier with severe separation anxiety. And I was so exhausted all the time. Can you guys feel me on this? I had no time or energy to think about starting my own business. And I mean... Talk about powering through. Who was I even to dream such a thing when I was so physically tired and I didn't know the first thing about starting my own business? The audacity. (laughs) Yet I listened to the nudges of the universe and my inner voice, which told me how I wanted to serve and what I wanted to do ultimately. And that was greater than the hospital. I didn't want someone else controlling my time and I didn't want to get paid minimum wage because it wasn't enough to take care of myself and my family. I knew very well the risk I was taking leaving, but I also knew that it was even a greater risk to stay and get stuck in the same situation year after year. I also sat down and asked myself, what kind of environment did I feel most happy in? And I talk about this because I'm also a business coach. I always say this to my students and my clients is when they ask me for strategies on creating a successful business, I always reply with, you know, don't focus on the strategies in the beginning. Don't don't focus on the hustle in the beginning, right? About, you know, email campaigns and advertisements and sales funnels and social media, I always tell people, don't focus on the strategy. Focus first on what your life purpose is 
what you're passionate about and how you want to serve people in your community and focus on how best you can serve your community and make people's lives easier and enrich in this case, if you want to be a pet professional, how you can enrich the lives of the animals and particularly the dogs that you work with and their families. And so I did this through the power of visualization. At the time, I had no idea I was doing visualization. I just basically sat down and I asked myself, where, what kind of environment would I feel the most happy in? Because at the hospital, I just was not happy. I was building experience and I loved working with the dogs and working with different ag aggression cases and building my experience. But ultimately, that wasn't the environment that really truly made me happy. And so I asked myself, if that's not the environment that makes you happy, then what environment would make you most happy? And I wrote down three things, right? To work with dogs, to work outdoors, and to have time freedom. And that was my ideal environment. I didn't know at the time I was doing visualization or manifestation or whatever it is that people call it nowadays. And to no surprise, though, what I wrote down and visualized that day is exactly what became my reality. It was really, really scary leaving a secure career to start my own business. It was a huge risk, but I knew that if I didn't take the curse to leave then and take that leap of faith, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the line, there was an even greater risk that I could remain in the same environment where someone else controlled my time and I wasn't really activating my life purpose. So I leaped with all the courage that I had, and I, but I leaped with wisdom. And in the years that I served as the head trainer of the vet hospital, they sponsored me to travel and attend dog behavior seminars all over the world. I was so fortunate that during these times, I would choose to travel and attend Dr. Ian Dunbar seminars. And I was lucky enough to visit his puppy schools in Berkeley, California, and in the surrounding Bay Area. I'm still very grateful that the vet sponsored me to continue my education with Dr. Dunbar, and that he was nice enough to meet with me and coach me in person. Ian taught me so much, not only about dog behavior and puppy husbandry, but also about business. He was really ahead of his time. And I was lucky to have been his student right before he retired. Back at the hospital, I gave my two weeks notice. And a week later, I started Pet Karma dog training. Eight months later, I hit six figures and more than doubled my salary in that first year. Now I didn't need to depend on anyone else to sponsor my continued education. I could sponsor myself and go anywhere my heart desired. Dr. Dunbar's business advice was invaluable. He was ahead of his time and I was able to create the business model of my dreams with time freedom built in from the foundation. Dr. Dunbar was generous even when he was not. And so I want to pay it forward and give you all the juicy tidbits and wisdom I learned from Dr. Dunbar, as well as what I have acquired and learned as an entrepreneur over the years. 
First, I would recommend that you do your own visualization. Grab a pen and a paper and take three deep breaths in and out. Visualize your happiest work environment. What kind of environment is surrounding you? Where are you? Are you outside or are you inside? And what do you see? Who is with you? Feel that sensation in your body when you're in this place and describe how it makes you feel. Imagine who you want to be and who you are a year from now. Think about how that person feels and behaves and embody that feeling. Now open your eyes and write on a piece of paper or in a journal what you visualized, every detail. Also write down the three specific areas of dog training which you feel most aligned with. Is it puppy husbandry, dog behavior? Is it aggression, canine fitness, doggy daycare, working dogs, scent detection, dog sports, hunting dogs? This simple ritual will help clarify what you are naturally attuned to in the pet industry, and it will help you practice embodying the sensation of how you want to feel as you serve the world with your special brand of talents. My special brand of talents, really, I was able to hone early on because I met Dr. Dunbar, and I had met him during a time when I had been working aggression cases and difficult dog behavior cases in the veterinary setting for many years. And so when I came across Dr. Dunbar, it was like a light bulb moment for me because I realized that the way that I could serve my community and the contribution that I can make was greatly compounded. I mean, I can make quantum leaps and changes if I honed my skills and focused on prevention and prevention, i.e. puppy socialization and puppy education and husbandry. And so the light bulb went on for me when I saw how much of a difference that I could make just educating people early on when the puppy was eight weeks and younger, educating pet parents and handlers early, early on about what appropriate socialization is and how not to overface their puppies and how to, you know, deal with the different developmental phases and the fear stages and there were so many things, so many possibilities in puppy husbandry that I saw because especially coming from having worked so many aggression and difficult behavior cases, which was the other end of the spectrum. And so I'm very lucky and I think that it's very important early on to figure out what you want to specialize in when it comes to this industry and how you want to use your special skills and talents and how you want to hone them to essentially enrich the lives of people and dogs. So let's talk about your business model. Your business model should include the cornerstones of your most ideal values. So for example, above all else, I valued time freedom, family, and serving the community to the best of my ability. So when I created my business model, I created the cornerstones with these core values. To this day, I only work three days a week. I don't work weekends, and I have never made my team work holidays. 
I value their time as much as I value my own. And I've never pulled them away from their families just to make a profit. That integrity is something I have never compromised in the 12 years that I've been a successful business owner. Dr. Dunbar used to quip, why work five days when you can work three days? Well, actually, he said it in an English accent. (laughs) It's so true. In the beginning, when you're first gaining experience, working one-on-one is really important. However, I prioritize group classes once a week, three group classes in a row, puppy kindergarten, puppy one, and novice tricks, then later, intermediate tricks, advanced tricks, and canine nose work. It was brilliant. I was saving time by focusing all my energy on creating the best group puppy curriculums. And since I had the privilege of being connected to a network of veterinarians, I held my group classes at the different vet hospitals so I could catch the puppies at the ideal age, which is eight weeks. Pet Karma's Puppy Kindergarten has been my signature program for the past over decade, consecutively every Wednesday and still going strong. Since the pandemic, Pet Karma's classes have blossomed online. This was a challenge in itself, and this will be a separate episode, but for anybody who wants to learn how to make that transfer online and grow their program online, I'm definitely going to talk about that in future episodes. For private lessons, I took them on case by case. It was a very good experience, but time-consuming, so I would only take privates on Mondays or Fridays, and I didn't work weekends. This was built in from the foundation of my business model. I normally worked three days a week and yet made multi-six figures because I created a business which worked for me and my community. I activated my life purpose through my business. This gave me the precious time I needed to spend with Trinity and my family. It also made me a better trainer and a better pet behavior consultant because I had the time and the money to continue my education year after year and keep up to date on the best practices in dog husbandry and behavior. I chose the path most aligned to me and I chose the path less traveled, but with the greatest rewards. I want this for everyone else as well. Everybody starts at zero. (laughs) Everybody. There's no one who starts something and knows is fully prepared. We all start at zero, even the most successful person. And that is so powerful because when you think about it that way, if it's possible for one, then it's possible for all. There are many more details that I'd like to go over with you in the next coming episodes. And I'm so super excited because Shirag is actually coming on to be a guest in the very near future. So stay tuned and make sure that you subscribe and you're downloaded and that you are just in the radar because he's coming. He's coming on and we're going to talk about some juicy topics He's an amazing trainer. And so before I go, I do want to talk about marketing on social media. I would recommend that when you first start out on your business on social media, that you choose two platforms first and master those before you move on to another. 
Facebook is really good to build community. So the way that I use it is when people enroll for my online courses, they also get a private Facebook group. And so it's a great way to stay in touch and engage with your clients and develop deeper relationships with them so that you can, you know, keep more consistent with in the puppy's life and in during their developmental phases. And it's more likely that the pet parents and the handlers will stay more consistent in their education. And so it's just a win-win situation. Instagram is great for aesthetics and drawing your audience into what your specialty is in dog training and behavior. And still lets you be as creative as you want in this process. It's such a great place. And there's so many wonderful, wonderful positive reinforcement and force-free trainers on Instagram right now just like artists, you know, they're creating reels and videos. And what I would say is if you create reels on Instagram, you do get boosted in the algorithm. And I would always add text to your reels so that when people see your reel, they can see in the text right away on the cover what the reel is about. And if it's something about loose leash walking, dog reactivity, obedience, manners, puppy biting, anything that, you know, that's something that anyone would click on because we all struggle with these, right? Have these challenges when we have puppies or dogs. So anything that is like a problem that you can solve and a pain point, meaning like it's a shared pain point, like no matter who it is, whether it's a pet professional or a pet parent or a novice handler or an advanced handler, when we get a puppy, we start from ground zero, right? And these are all issues that we all universally deal with and want to learn more about. So I would title your reels, right? Loose leash walking, how to walk your dog in a way, right? How to walk your dog so they don't pull, how to... um how to manage barking, how to manage digging, um, puppy nipping, puppy socialization. These are all things that people are going to be drawn to. And then if you add like your special twist to it and your secret sauce to it, then you're, you know, it's inevitable that people are going to be drawn to you. (laughs) So Instagram is such a fun and creative place. So for now, I'll leave you with this an excerpt from one of my favorite poems by Robert Frost. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I'm so excited for our future episodes, and thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot, share it on your stories and tag me Pet Karma Dog Training. I truly enjoyed this time together and can't wait for the next time. 